0: Welcome to another episode of Bleachers and Boards, brought to you by the Hoopheads Podcast. I'm Marlon Guild, and along with my co-host, Matt Collier, we'll analyze everything from hoops to hip hop. Check us out.
1: Hey, Hoop heads. we all hate ankle sprains, and they happen way too often. and use the code Hoopheads to get 20% off the future of performance. That's A-R-Y-S-E com with promo code Hoopheads to get 20% off.
0: Welcome to another episode of Bleaches and Boars brought to you by the Hoopheads podcast. I am Marlon Guild and of course I got my co-host with me, Matt Collier. Matt, what's going on, brother? Doing good, Coach. How are you today? Lovely. Good, good. Glad to hear that. Glad to hear that. You know, doing great, man. I'm happy for this one, right? Because we actually went down 95, the turn like Mm. a little bit, right? So. Right on the 76. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) We we catch a lot of flack, you know, for saying we're New Yorkers. So we went out and went to Chicago, went to Texas, but we ain't touched Philly yet, which is crazy because Philly has, like, a little little piece of both of us, you mm-hmm. know. Um, you coached down there now, obviously. Nine years. Nine years living Nine in Philly. Years. Loved it. I loved it. So, are you, like, a – I don't want to say Pennsylvanian because, you know, people from Philly don't say they're from Pennsylvania. Are you – you- <laughs> You're a Philadelphian?
2: We- I mean, I only lived there. I didn't, I only lived in the city when first, when I was the first at Drexel, I lived right downtown on 21st street. And then when I, uh, uh, and I spent a little bit of time, like I think on 36th street. Yeah. I was over there for a little bit. And then uh, when I moved back, I was uh, in um, uh, uh, East falls. So I, you know, so I've I've never, I've never not lived in Philly. So I would have to say I was, a, you know, I, I'm not from Philly, but I, I, did live in philadelphia so i don't know about the pennsylvania part
0: either well we went to philly man and we got mike jordan of philly a legend and actually actually the mike jordan of philly most Uh, important one yeah exactly Uh, drexel assistant coach mike jordan mike Appreciate you coming on, man.
3: Hey, man, thanks for having me. I appreciate the the opportunity to, to get on this on this podcast, man. You know, I don't get too many opportunities, so I'm try to take full advantage of this
0: one. Hey, listen, I'm gonna say this: when I told my son that we we're doing a podcast with Mike Jordan, he asked me to go get an autograph, and I was, you know, <laughs> because I'm getting on there with Mike Jordan, you don't need no autograph, man. But yeah. I tell him that you said, "What's up?" So my yeah, son said. Sure.
3: That, that way you won't be disappointed when you find out it was the shorter. <laughs> <break>. <laughs> don't,
2: don't sell yourself short. You had a, he- hell, of a hell of a Hell of a college career,
0: hell of a pro career. You did your thing. Thank you, sir. I did appreciate, appreciate that. Yeah. Hey, and like Matt said, I'm, I'm a to piggyback off that. Please do not sell yourself short because I'm going to say me being a New Yorker, we heard about Mike Jordan. You Know and what the difference was, everybody thought Michael Jordan, but now nah, you are Mike Jordan, man. so <laughs> you know that, that was that was big. We, we don't know or knew who, who you were. Um, so to have you on here, man, is, is an honor. Um, and Thank we absolutely sure. well, thanks, man. I appreciate it. At the time, man. Um, but you know, if you don't mind, t- tell the people a little bit about yourself, man. Uh, born and raised as uh, in Philadelphia,
3: uh. You know, I'm the oldest of seven. Oh wow, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. So, um, not not much. I mean, I, I I'm a hoop head. You, you know what I mean? I uh, I love basketball. Uh, it's, it's it probably probably changed my life. Probably saved my life. You know, I got the opportunity. Uh, you know, when I was younger, I was a football player, and then my, my guy Eric Worley had uh you know introduced me to basketball. I wasn't very good. But I fell in love with it and, and I wanted to I wanted to get better and and be you know a really good player. Um, so I just worked, 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 worked and continued to work and it opened up a lot of doors for me. Like you said, I, I got the chance to 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 go to a prestigious private school in the suburbs of Philadelphia, which, you know, helped me get to the University of Pennsylvania, which then, you know, opened doors, you know, for me to 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 get an opportunity to play professionally overseas for, for eleven years. And then you know, I started my coaching job uh, working for my my college teammate slash roommate, you know, Matt Lango up at up at uh, up at Colgate University. So um, again, you know, I'm blessed to to have been able to 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 use this this game to to get me where I am today.
2: That's awesome. And so you know you started your coaching career with a uh, you know, college basketball with a uh, Matt Langle, uh, up at Colgate, obviously you guys had a lot of success uh, up, at, up at Colgate um, did a tremendous job up there. Um, but uh, what I'd like to know is your role as an assistant coach, um, you know, since you've been in your career, what do you think um, makes you makes Mike Jordan uh, more than just a recruiter? Um, you
3: know, I was very fortunate to to get the opportunity to work with, for for and with Matt and, and the staff that we had. Um, and then Matt, you know, coming from the, the dumpster, tree where he allows his assistants to do everything, you know? So, and, you know, we, we didn't have, we don't have a big budget, so we don't have a video coordinator. We don't have, you know, certain things up there. So we we pretty much had to do it ourselves. Um, video, recruiting, you know, coaching exes and those, everything. Um, and you know, fortunately I, I was taught from some very good coaches when when I was playing, you know, so I just took a lot from them. So the basketball side is the X's and O's. That's the easy part of, of, uh, of coaching and, and Matt allowed us to do everything. You know, he allowed us to, to, to have a, you know, plan practices and, and when it's our scout, you know, we were pretty much running in practice when it's, when it's, when it's our scout. So, um. I was never pigeonholed into that just the recruiter thing um because of the guy that I worked for, and he was you know helping us become better coaches because that's how dump what dump did for him, so you know we we kind of dabbled in everything we we like i said recruiting you know planning practices and um scouting you know cutting our own film writing our own scouting reports, player development you know we we everybody on staff is doing everything yeah.
2: No, that's awesome. And I had a similar experience actually uh, working with Coach Jackson. I know who you uh, you know well uh, from your yeah. days at Penn. Uh-huh. And uh, he was the same way. I, I came in as a volunteer, but he didn't say, okay, well, you're just going to, you know, be washing uniforms and stuff like that. And, you know, he told me from day one, look, if you come take this opportunity, I'm going to treat you like, a, you know, a full-time assistant. So you're going to be doing – I'm going to give you a budget of equipment. I'm going to, you know, put you in charge of yeah. academics, you know, doing scouting, recruiting on the floor, everything. And so that was, you know, that was my first opportunity to division one uh, as an assistant and he did, you know, did that for me. So it um, seems like uh, that's a good thing that, you know, the dump obviously established that and then it trickled down to everybody that, you know, he worked that worked for him and, and played for him that uh, took the same approach. So
0: that's awesome. That's awesome. All right, well, you know what? And Mike, I know you've listened to a couple episodes <laughs> I'm kind of like the antagonist. Oh, <laughs> I'm gonna just get right to it. So, like you said, you played at Penn, and now that I'm down here, I guess at Ryder, which some would consider a part of Philly. Um, you know, I'm still learning you that. A lot of Philly, a lot of Philly cats <laughs> over there. Yeah, I just want to know. And I want, I want to hear you. We speak truth. We get a little spicy, but we speak truth. Who is the better player to come out of Penn? You or Jerome Allen? Ooh. ooh. We're going to get right Ooh. <laughs> oh, right, through. ooh. You and, know, uh, Before you answer that, though, Jerome, we're going to have you on here as well. Yeah, absolutely. we will hear this, but... Let's get right. <laughs> uh...
3: You know that that's a, that I think that's that's a real that's an easy one to answer. Um and it's it's Jerome. You, you know, oh, we'll I mean? be humble uh, on him, Mike. We- <laughs> uh, Jerome, no. It, it's it's cool. Jerome was a uh, he was a special special talent, you, you know what I mean? And uh he paved the way, you know, for for me.
1: Okay.
3: Um you know, I watched what he did, you know, at a high school level and at the college level. Um part of the reason why I ended up going to Penn was the success that he had, you, you know what I'm saying? And uh I worked out and played against Jerome, you know, growing up. And um he was somebody I looked up to. Um and, and he was he was awesome for Penn. He he accomplished way more than I did there. Um so you know, I have to give him a nod. That's my old head, you know what I mean? And I will never disrespect my old head, but I I bust his ass a couple of times though. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
3: uh, you know he, um, he uh, I, I got buckets on him in Italy they won the game though so, you know he, he, got, he got the last laugh and it, it was crazy because at the time um I think I was I was over there and I think EB e- Jabber was over there as well. oh wow okay and Ron was just finishing out his career mm. and uh, it was funny because I think uh, I think he he beat us both. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I had a good game, but they they beat us down there. And I think he, they beat uh, A.B. Jabber, and I think Ibby had a donut. You know, he, he went home scoreless. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. but Jerome got the upper hand on on both of us, I think. And and and, and by far, I think he's the uh, probably you know, the best guard to, to to come out of Penn. That's a that's a long list. So that's that's uh that's impressive. Matt, he didn't bite.
2: Yeah, but, no, listen, he's the, good. He, I mean, we don't want P. If that's how he feels, that's how he feels. We don't want hey, look, well, I, I,
3: keep it, like keep it, I keep it, I keep it a hundred. You know, yeah, like, that's, how he uh, feels. You know, that's my old head, man. He he did some some special things over there, and he oh, opened the door cool. for, for a guy like me to get up in there and and, and uh and to do okay. Uh,
0: sh- shout, awesome. out to, uh, shout out to Jerome Allen. Uh, hopefully we'll have him on soon. Uh, but I'll also say this, and Matt, you're – Philadelphia. And so no, no, no! Don't don't do that because nah. now I'll I'll start getting
2: all kinds of texts and no, no, no! Don't do that. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> I have I, I lived there for nine years. I loved it, but I, I'm not claiming Philly. Hey. And they don't claim
0: me, which is cool. That's fine. The Philly terminology mm-hmm. I've learned during this pandemic, and then from having Philly guys on our team here, Ryder. I could write a dictionary. Mm-hmm. strong. <laughs> you know, it's strong. No. I've heard Bull. Mm-hmm. I've heard John. I've mm-hmm. heard... The one I'm hearing now, and, and Mike, just said O-head. old head. <laughs> yeah. Matt, mm-hmm. you know, we don't say that in New York.
2: No, nah, nah. We don't say old that's head. A, no, that's the, now, listen, Philly has their own language. That's they for sure. They do. They have their own language. There's no question about that. <laughs> Yo. They, Philadelphia does them. That that's the. They don't really care about anyway. Anybody else is doing. They do them. They they have their way of doing things, and that's just their way of talking. Their way, way, and that's it. There's nothing. You're, not
0: you you're not
3: penetrating that. Yeah, wherever you go in in the world, you hear somebody start talking. You like yo, you from Philly? <laughs> yeah. You, know, you like you say you hear bull, yo, John, or are mm-hmm. yo, you drawing? Drawing? Like, yeah. Yo, you from Philly? <laughs> <He huh?" drawn. laughs> Listen, yeah, that's it, my old
0: head. It's, it, like, it's immediately funny. you know, Yeah, Yo, you from Philly, ancient. you yeah. it, funny, you say that, right? Because my my son go goes to school out here in in Jersey, and I consider us Jersey, but you know, people think that we're South Jersey, which I guess is a part of Philly. So my son comes home one day, says, "Yo, Dad, you drawing? You supposed to be my old head." <laughs> <laughs> he brought the whole thing out. <laughs> That's funny. At first, at first I, I, was, I was like, wow, he's Philly. And then I was like, nah, we got to get to the turnpike. You got to get back to the yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm going to tell you a story about
2: Philadelphia. And this was, like I said, they just beat to their own, they, they marched to their own drum, right? So I remember I was living in Philly and I went to uh, a store close to my house on 21st street and I, I don't remember what I was going in there for, but I looked down at the newsstand and this is the Philadelphia daily news. So this is a Philadelphia newspaper, right? All the news, everything on the front page of the paper was a picture of Terrell Owens, right? Mm-hmm. You flip the paper over on the back page is a picture a full page picture of Andy Reed. So the both sides of the paper, Front and back, they're talking about the Eagles, right? Mm -hmm. And then a little... And this is why, like, the um, the Gulf War was going on. At the top, there was a little, little strip here that says something like, five GIs killed in Iraq yesterday. Like, but just, like, a little... Little thing like at the top of the paper, but both sides of the of the paper were about the Eagles. I would never seen anything like that in my life. I was like, "Yo, man, these dudes—they like—they just no. I don't think there's any other city in the world, the United States, that would have their one sports team on both sides of the paper, and then just totally disregard." All the other news going, <laughs> going on in the world. The only thing that mattered was what's going on with the Eagles. And that, that just said to me, the Philadelphia is their own place. They just do what they do. And whatever anybody else is trying to do, doesn't matter. Hey. That, that was amazing to me.
0: Hey, just w- one last thing before, before we get into this, man. You know, we give Philly a lot of props on, on this episode. Do you know my favorite baseball player of all time played for the Phillies? Len Dykstra, Lenny Dykstra, huh. yeah, former Met, For, former Met. I was won a championship with the I Mets. I cried when the Mets let him go to Philly. Yeah, I did. He
3: was, he was good, man.
2: He, he, was good. Bugged yeah. out, but he could play though. Yo, that but, that but that but that Mets team, that whole Mets team was bugged out though, because he was on the team with Darrell Strawberry, Doc Gooden, guys. That whole team was bugged out.
0: Yeah. So That's <laughs> actually. Hey, this is another, can, we're going I, to another can, episode with this. Yeah, but, I can only
2: imagine. Listen, stuff that I was make, a big baseball do. fan. I was a big baseball fan. Like Dallas strawberry. Oh, posters all on my wall. Listen, uh, uh, but his, he turned me on to basketball. Like I, I was a baseball. Team. I played little league and all that, and messing around with Darryl, I was like, man, uh, he broke my heart. I was like, nah, man, I'm going to basketball. I saw Charles Barkley play, and I said, <laughs> I'm, 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 rocking with him. This dude's nuts.
0: Right.
2: <laughs> so I actually grew up a Sixers fan because I was a big okay. Charles Barkley. Right. I was a big right. Charles Barkley fan. So yeah, so I was from- a Queens upset Chuck- with you?
0: I right, was. Yeah, Yo, Queens is gonna be upset with you.
2: <laughs> unfortunately, I'm still. I'm, unfortunately, I'm still a Mets fan. Still a Jets fan. Now I, I, I didn't shake that off. Ooh, yet, ooh, so. ooh. Yeah. I listen. It is what it is, man. I'm not gonna abandon them. Yeah, we're bad. Yeah, we're real bad. Hey, that's that's that's
3: honorable right there. Yeah, man. that's my squad. Yeah, it's my yeah, squad. Stick with
2: them. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> I'm going down with the show with them. <laughs> true. Well, hey, Mike, we're we gonna we're gonna get into it, man. I, obviously, absolutely. It's, uh, Success that you guys have had at Col, when you were at Colgate, and now and I'm sure you you guys will end up doing the same thing at Drexel. Uh, just what are some of the things that you think made you guys successful at Colgate that you end up uh, showing us today, man? Well, I, I think one
3: we we had a great uh, great group of uh, our staff was was pretty good. You, you know what I mean? We had a, the camaraderie was was incredible. And I, I don't know if you can get that in, in many places. Um, I think you guys at Ryder have a, a pretty good, you know, a pretty good uh, camaraderie over there with you, Jeff, and um, you know, uh, Bags and, and everybody over there. But, um, you know, I had known my boss since, you know, since 96, you know, Klatsky was on, on staff. Uh, Dave Klatsky was a freshman when we were seniors. And then earlier, you know, we had Mike McGarvey, who was also a good dude who we all knew. So we, we, you know, we got along well, you know I mean? It was just a well oiled machine. Whereas we would come in and bounce things off each other. And we kind of made this hybrid, hybrid thing where everybody had, you know, everybody had input on what was going on. And then when Garv left, we we got a former player, uh, to, to, to get, get in that, get in that spot, Pat Moore. And, you know, and then we hired uh, Pat Stasiak who actually sent me the clips today that, that I'm, that I'm going to go over. But, um, we we all we, you know we all have, have the same you know same same ideas pretty much. Um, we we all believe that it's a player's game, um, and we have to teach them how to play, um, and give them the options, and then let them decide. Because at the end of the day, we can't go out there and put the ball in the hole. We can't you know make the pass for them. So um, a big thing about us was you know getting kids to buy in and that wanted to be. At Colgate, because Colgate's not for everybody, you know. It's in, it's in the middle of nowhere, but it's also in the, you know in the middle of nowhere, which is great. So, you know, we we had to get some players um, that wanted to be there, and that were that were willing to be coached. Um, and, and I think we did a good job at that, finding the right players that fit for what we were trying to do. And and at the end of the day, you know, we, we got some we got some good players that went out and, and executed the the stuff that we were trying to do. So, all, you know, all all. A lot of it goes to, to the to the players that that we were able to get to uh to come there and play for us. Got it, got it,
0: got it. Well, you know mom, man, the, the floor is yours. Uh share your screen and all right. Here we go.
3: Share screen. All right, so as, as I said, when, when I when I got up to to Colgate, um well Matt knows me, you know, so he trusted me and you know, we kind of, we kind of, um, you know, we kind of came up with, with our transition. So basically, our, our drag is, you know, just basically a dribble down ball screen. We got different wrinkles right here. There was a wrinkle where actually Rap was twenty five was supposed to flare Will after he screened, and it ended up working anyway. You know what I mean? And that was just all a read, you know. But he was supposed to flare Will, and, and he forgot. So here it is now. He come over. This is the throwback to throw it in the post to let Rap, who was pretty good down there, play one on one.
2: Now, this was a um, the first clip was a um, was at the four and the five? It just ended up being yeah, a four yeah. and the five so is a double drag, and then this yep. one is a single drag with yeah, the this five, yeah,
3: single drag right <coughs> here, yeah, yeah, single drag, throwback. You know, we always, we, we, our terminology was naked ball screen or a loaded ball screen, meaning the corner was naked or loaded, somebody was in the corner, right? Um, so what we did was we had we said we wanted to go loaded, loaded drag, throwback, throw in, and that's when we got wrapped on the post, and then you know. Probably should have swung that one a little bit quicker than you did, and then you know Nelly just makes a good play again. Good player makes a great play. Um, now this 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 action right here is something that I brought up to Colgate when I was because I ran this one of my teams in Europe, um, and I, I thought we had the personnel that 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 could do it. And we, again, it's a it's a ball screen motion. And that was just a, the, the, a quick clip of it right there. I'll rewind that one for you right there. That was just a quick clip. So we come down.
0: Is that a, is versus, that
3: a four pass? One to four pass? Yeah, yeah, one or, or five, whoever's trailing the play. Um, and now we're, we're we're five out through right now. You know what I mean? So was, there's normally what will be four out, we're one in. But this time we're five out um, because we we got five guys that could stretch the floor and, and everybody can make a shot. So we wanted to spread these guys out. And, and try to get them to chase us around a little bit. Right. So once we reverse it, now there, there are plenty of options for the rap who has the ball for the five-man to do. Um, and this and this is – he takes it at, you know, at the two-guard side. And the first guy, he has the option to come over the top or cut back door. Most of the, t- most of the time we want him to cut, you know, early in the possession to cut. And if teams scout us, then obviously, again, you're the best – you're the player. You make the right decision and, and we'll live with it. So Tucker – 15 cuts hard, draws two, we get a wide open look for Nelly. Make or miss, we're it's telling our guys shot. that's that's great offense. You know, whether that goes in or not, you run offense to get a great shot. And we we're not gonna get a better shot than than Nelly right there, wide open. So here it is again. And now Will Will decides to screen down so Tucker can come off the, you know, come off the, the DHO with a pin down. And on the other side, we want to cut, as you see. That's Jordan Burns on the other side. Sorry, I went there back a little bit too far. So as as we come down again, and this is you know all all reads. You know, Will decides to get in the way. Tucker ch- turns the corner. We send you know that 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 top guy on the other side cuts to try to occupy the defense. And Nelly was wide open again. But you know again, Tucker drove in, kicked it out again. One of our best players getting a shot that he's made multiple times. Now, you can also just throw it to the corner, cut through, stay on the same side or exchange the other side, and there's, there's again. Tucker made a read. His guy was overplaying, went backwards, and that was our five-man right there who could, who could shoot the three. There it is again, weak side action. See, now we're, we're we're four out, one in. So he would come up, and we would just run the same thing to the other side. Jack read it, came back out off a of pin down from Rap. And now Rap should have passed the ball to Will 15 seconds ago. <laughs> you know, we still end up getting one of our best shooters a shot in the corner. You know, I, I probably screamed at Rap to to pass that to Will right away. Um, another thing we 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 flourished with was was running all uh, different horns actions. And obviously, you know, that's that's the basic horns off the dribble. If somebody's gonna pop, somebody's gonna dive. Um
2: now, Mike, um, real quick, how did yeah. you? How did you guys go, going into a game? What would you guys say? Okay, this would you go into it saying, "All right, this against this opponent, we're going to run more of our four out, one in stuff, and then maybe against somebody else, we're going to go more with our five, five, um, five out stuff." Like, how did you guys decide um, which method? You know, or did it change in in game when you were looking for some in particular? Like, how would you guys uh, figure out what actions you were looking to do?
3: Yeah, it would it would it would it would change from in okay. the game. To game. You know, I mean, obviously we is is we got basic stuff that we run, mm-hmm. um, and we just allowed our players to excuse me, we allowed our players to 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 make the make the right reads. You know what I mean? Um, this this that that season that that season that I was showing you, uh, Rappolis played to five, and he's okay. he's he's probably a he's a four, but. Um we had a young, young guy, center uh, at the time and that wasn't ready to 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 be in that starting role. So we put we moved wrapped over to the five and that's why we wanted to go five out more to have gotcha. them have a slower center chase him around. Gotcha. And and on a perimeter. But when we had the the traditional center and a stretch four, then we would probably do more of the uh, ball screen motion with the um four roll replaced with the four or five.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Gotcha. So now here's Horns, we call this Horns Away, where we want to get a pin down, a double pin down, and a DHO to have Will come off, turn that corner, and obviously we didn't execute this great, you know, because the guy got underneath, and then we got our shooter in the corner, so, you know, w- what are you going to do? And then Will just makes a basketball play. You know, we, we, we worked, on, worked on that move every, a lot, you know, in offseason and, and, and during the year. Now here it is again. They go away, Tucker reads it, stops behind, and gets a shot. And uh, for a guy like him, that's a great look because he can, you know, he can really shoot the ball. And, we, I, and, and obviously that guy with the ball can go the other
2: direction if he wants to go to that yes. naked side. Yep,
3: yep, yep, yep. Away and, and strong. Uh, you know, obviously strong as you chase the ball. So here's our strong action right there, and there's a run at. And now these two guys, these two guards are going to make a read. And we give them the options – but the defense ultimately tells you what to do. And, again, it's it's all about the players. And Jordan Burns just makes a good play right here. He makes a great play. Um, and then, you know, there there's some 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 things that, that with the footwork, we teach our guys to pivot because we knew that this game, they were going to chase Jordan over top. So, you know, we, we've we been doing this for years. You know, you pivot, get in the way, throw him an easy bucket down there. You know what I'm saying? And that's just footwork that – that guy, you know, had, had worked on, and here's, you know, here's another read that they make. We knew that they were going to do that. All right, let's get them the other side. You, you know what I'm saying? So it's the same play. We just hit the hit the different post, and then another action that we that, that we will put in, you know, is here when we feel as though our four man has an advantage. We go horns forty five where we hit the we hit the four man, and it's like kind of an iso. The five man just cuts out, and now we'll let our four go one on one, get down the lane, and that guy was uh, that guy was a walk on actually who helped us a lot. So, you know, we, we, we put in some sets, you know, we put in some actions, but we give our guys a, a lot of options. And then, and, you know, um, you know, what Jadik has probably said to do said options are a beautiful thing, or it might've been Styles P or somebody, but, um, you know, options are, are a beautiful thing. And at the end of the day, I think you got to teach, teach guys how to play so that they can make the decisions because the defense ultimately tells you what to do. So it's, we, we try to teach them how to read and react you know, and, and take what the defense gives you. Because the defense – defense always tell you what to do. You know what I mean? There's not a lot of – not a lot of great defenders are, are around anymore. Some guys – <laughs> some, some guys are scared to play defense, you know what I mean? Because they don't want to end up on somebody's Instagram highlight tape. You know, that when – we, when we was playing, it ain't not bother me. You know, you're going to have to cross me 100 times. You know what I'm saying? So, it, it's a little bit different. And the defense will, will break down and, and you'll get whatever you want. So, there's no need to force the action. And, you know, just take what they give you.
0: Now, you know, I, I'll ask you this. So with that through action, uh, yep. you know, you said you guys did that in, in Europe and you brought that over. Um, talk a little bit, if, if you can, about the differences and the similarities from the American game and the European game. Because while they are different, there are some similarities that sometimes we don't even notice. Can you tell the listeners and the viewers about that?
3: Yeah, you know, I, I think basketball is basketball, um, but I, I think that in the states it's a little bit more physical. Okay. Um, over there, it's more free flowing, you know, driving, kick actions, things like that. Constant, you know, constant movement. It's more of a, it's a lot of iso. I like a lot of iso ball in, in the states at the at the highest level, higher level, um, and I think over there is more team orient 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 and but you know basketball is basketball but what what I learned over there was you know uh, driving and kick and, and and skills you know a, a lot of those guys are, are more they, they you know they're skilled a lot of their bigs are are, are skilled whereas over here and not so much now um, but over here if you had some size they just stick you in the paint right whereas over there you know you were you were doing All their bigs are doing guard drills, and all their guards are doing post up stuff and things like that. And and that's something that we did up at Colgate is we 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 pass, we 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 worked on our handle. You know what I mean? We shot every day, and that's every position. You know the the guards. Or, or po- are working on post up moves, footwork, stuff like that. The bigs are working on their handle, working on their shot. So it was like we 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 did everything, and and, and that's the one thing I think, because the the more you can do, the the more dangerous you are. You know saying?
0: So, sure. So, so I, I think, uh, and you spoke about it when you guys run a little bit of that horn series when you uh, hit the guy on, on the left elbow and had your point guard curl right off of him, you know simple play that simple play simple. some don't even know exists now or would even think about and it's open every time you know more times than not and i guess what you can end up getting from that as well just uh watching it you get the layup a couple times and then if you have a guard that can post up you can probably you can button hook back. Yep. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a lot of options. And then after what he
3: didn't, the guy says, I'm not going over again because I'm getting burnt. Right. And he goes under, and now you stop behind and you shoot the three. So, it's you, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's not that complicated, you know. And and the defense will tell you if he hugs you, then our big's going to reverse pivot. You go to the rim. Yep. And if you don't get the layup, it's because they sucked in from the other side. And now you got to spread to the corner for a three. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, and it's and, and that's the thing. It's just like yo, make the right read. You know, yeah. just you got to trust your players to, to to make the right read, and they don't always do it. But you know, you work on it and work on it and work on it, and you know, and, and trust that they'll 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 make the right decision more than, than
0: they won't. Right, and and you know what? It's funny you say that. Uh, we're going through that now. Like we got a pretty young team, um, and, and with the way we're playing. You know, like you said, things don't always go the way you want it to go. And, you know, we're going through that phase now where they'll know what it is they're supposed to do, and when it doesn't happen, they just stop. <laughs> like, no, nah, just keep going. And as long as you find a spot, yeah. Yeah, you're okay. Yeah, yeah. And, and, you know, you just laugh because as a coach, you know that they're not doing it intentionally, and they're trying to get it right, so they stop. So sometimes, you know, I have to stop myself from not losing my mind and just kind of turn my head and just say, you know what, he knows what he's doing and he knows that he made a mistake. I just got to tell him it's okay and let's, yeah, get, let's yeah. get to the spot. And, yeah. we'll, and we'll figure it out. For sure, for, for sure. Right, for sure. so, you know, sure. this is always, little, okay, I'm sorry. I always found like
3: when when the guy was like, oh, and I'm like, don't worry about it, just keep going. Yes. You know? Just get to the next. Get to the next. There's something will, we'll you know, present itself. Are well, you supposed to go dribble handoff? But the guy cut. Don't worry about it. Turn and go the other way. Go dribble handoff with the other guy, and, and we'll figure it out. You know, what I mean, you you've got the tools. We worked on it. You know, just keep just keep playing. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Now I, I'm going to ask you this, uh, and and Matt, you can piggyback off this as well. You know, bleachers and boards, like I said, we, we're a little different. Mike Jordan. The overseas player coach compared to Mike Jordan, the coach at Colgate and now Drexel. What are we getting? Because, you know, on our guys over at 12 Inches Over, we happened to see the video of (laughs) Uh, you were passionate that day. In the film, you know, we're not going to talk about it. For those who want to see, you might be able to catch it on YouTube. You might not. Um, You know, that was a different side of Mike Jordan that I didn't know. But it showed me that he's a passionate dude about this game, and he's going to let his teammates know. Uh, But you were being a teammate and a coach at the same time. So talk about that, Mike Jordan, compared to – the Mike Jordan that Colgate saw, and what Drexel was going to see this year, uh, if, if yeah. there is isn't. and if there
3: is, just me. there's really no no difference. Uh, you know, I just got a, a bigger, a great, gray, more grays in my beard. <laughs> um, you know, again, I'm I'm I was I'm, I'm a competitor at, at, at heart, and um, as a player, I, I was I was hard on my teammates. You know, you know what I mean, because I wanted to win mm. so so badly. And I was, I wouldn't allow any of my teammates to, to slack off. Like, if I, I'm out here, you out here with me. You know what I mean? And for me, not not to compete and play as hard as you can. You might not always be the best, you know, shooter. You know, you, you might not always have the best team. But you, you can always go out and compete. You know what I mean? And you, you got to compete at, at the end of the day. And, and that, that clip that you saw, I was injured at the time. I had pulled my hamstring. And I wasn't playing, and I'm watching the game, and we just had no fight. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We had no fight, and we was down maybe like twenty five thirty at the half, mm-hmm. and I, I just lost it because I was just like, "Yo, y'all, this is embarrassing." You know, for us to be on, like the guys on the other team was laughing, and you know what I mean? I'm like, "Yo, we might lose, but we we got we we got to go down swinging." And we got to fight, you know. If you got to tackle somebody, and the rest of the clip, I think I said, "You're like, yo, you got to tackle somebody. You got to tackle somebody because they out there laughing at us, dog." And and I, this ain't, this don't sit well with me. You know what I'm saying? So, I, I'm very passionate about the game. Uh, I scream, I yell. You know, I, I'm the biggest cheerleader when on the side. You, you know what I mean? Um, but my my biggest thing is, you know, I, I keep it a hundred. Mm-hmm. If you plan, you plan well, you're doing what you're supposed to do, I'll be the first person to tell you. But when you're out there bullshitting, I'm going to be the first person to tell you, and, and you might not like it. You know what I'm saying? You might not like how it come out. Um, but And I always tell them, like, listen to what I'm saying, not how I'm saying it. Because, again, in the mix, it's, it's, you know what I'm saying? It's, 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 real, it's real aggressive. Right. So just just take the message and, and not how, how, how I say it. And uh, you know everything will be alright. And it's not always gonna be love. You know, I'm like, I, and I told I told the guys, I said, look, you're gonna be days. You you you're gonna be like, man, I hate I hate this boy. I'm, you know, damn, here he come again. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, you know, I'm trying to push you to be the best that you can be. You know, the best basketball player, the best person you could be. So. Um, yeah, I'm, they say I'm a little crazy, you know. <laughs> it's 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 debatable. You know what I mean? It's it's debatable. But that's I think that's what made me a good player was that you know I just played so hard and I was mm. I was aggressive. You know what I'm saying? And that's that's how I am as a coach. You know, I'm, I'm gonna push you to be the best
0: you could possibly be. Right, right. And and now I heard you mention this. And I'm going to throw this out there for you to answer. Matt, I want you to chime in, and then I'm going to give my answer. Styles or Jada? See, I'm going to go with Styles.
3: Uh, For me, it's it's Styles. Styles is, like, just grimy, you know what I mean? Like, and. I used to listen to Holiday before the games. You know what I mean? It had me ready to, like the Holiday. Y'all start so throwing a Holiday dog. And mm-hmm. it had me ready to go stab somebody. You know what I mean? <laughs> so you know, I throw that on before the game. It's like, yo, we, you know, it's we a, in the MMA circle. It's okay. time to go. You know, That's what a mean? cut so, right there. That's a yeah, cut that, right that there. Holiday. That Holiday mm-hmm. is grimy. You know, so, you know that joint. Again, I used to tell my players like, yo, this joint right here used to have me ready to, ready to stab somebody out here on the court. You know what I'm saying? So.
0: Hey, and, and for the listeners and viewers, he, he just talking about on the court. Really. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm just talking
3: about on the court. On the court. I'm I'm, I'm a very Figurative. nice
0: guy off the Figur, court. Figuratively
3: speaking. Figuratively speaking. Yeah. Once I step between the lines, I'm a different animal. Yeah. You know what I mean? Man, and off
0: I'm, the court, I'm cool. Oh, yeah. hey, it's all good. I, yeah. but I,
3: I know that. That's the thing that that, that uh, kind of hurt me a little bit because people just – I thought I was the, you know, I was a terror on the court. So people just assume I was nuts off the court. And it was like, nah, I'm real. Like once the game's over and everything, I'm cool. I'm chill. But once I step between them lines, you ain't my friend. Mm-hmm. You ain't my brother. If you ain't got the same jersey on me, you the enemy. Right. Right. You know, no matter where you from. Yeah, we both from Philly, but we in Europe right now, dog. And I got the point. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I, I, after the game, we good. But during this game, I got to go through
1: you.
3: Mm, yeah.
1: Hoopheads Nation, we appreciate you listening to this episode of Bleachers and Boards with Matt Collier and Marlon Guild. Be sure to check out these other basketball pods on the Hoopheads Podcast Network, including Thrive with Trevor Huffman, Beyond the Ball, the CoachMaze.com podcast, Players Court, and our team focused NBA pods, Cavaliers Central. Grizz and Grind, Knuck a Few Buck, 305 Culture, Blazing the Path, and Hashtag Lakers. Oh, and don't forget to check out our flagship, the Hoopheads podcast, hosted by me, Mike Cleansing, and my co-host, Jason Sunkel, featuring the best minds in the game, from grassroots to the NBA.
0: Who are you going with, Matt?
2: I, I am um, partial to Styles P now. I'm partial to Styles P. I would Styles, yeah. Styles P is that dude. I would, that's a good. That's a good. A good segue to, well uh, you know, so me and Mike both went with Styles P. But mentioning Jada, and this is an old school conversation. When it first happened, who did you th- who did you think won between Beanie and Jada?
0: Oh, <laughs> Herman hands.
2: That might be a simple, you know. That might be a simple, you know, answer. You know, go with the homeboy. Go with the homeboy. Hey, I'm just kidding, but hey. I gotta
0: ask.
3: I, again, you, you guys are you guys been on the twelve inches over? You already know. I'm not going against my city. You're not going against
0: Philly. So I'm, I'm gonna go with. I gotta go with beans, man. You know, I gotta. I gotta go with beans. You know what? I'm I'm gonna say this one. Matt, I'm going to ask you this before I, I get to what Mike just said. You went with Styles, right? You're mm-hmm. par- you said you're partial to Styles now. Mm-hmm. Did I have something to do with that? Or was- no, no, yeah. No. Okay, I'm just making
1: sure.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this guy's unbelievable. Yeah, this Mike. My- <laughs> he have something to do with no, no. <laughs> it. I'm 40 years old, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm obsessed because I was the same way, right? From 97 to 2010, maybe 2011, I was all Jada. Mm-hmm. And then Styles just had like, the switch came on and mm-hmm. it was like, yo. He's yeah. nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He turned it up. He right. turned it up. So, And it's funny because uh my Uncle Jeff and I, shout out to Jeff on We were talking about this the other day. I actually played the clip for him, Matt, about the Benjamins record. hmm How Missy came up with the record and she pretty much told Styles he was whack. Mm-hmm. He can't be on this. Can't be on it. Right. Yep. And I'm like, now... He will probably be the best artist on that record with the Mm -hmm. way he's he's flowing right now.
2: Yeah, I mean, for me, when I was, you know, when the locks first came out, everybody was all Jada, 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 Jada. So I had to be the contrarian, you know what I mean? And I said, yeah, yeah, nah, Jada's good. I like Jada. But actually, I thought Sheik Luch was the best when they first came out. Not the best, but he was my favorite, I would say. I can't say he was the best.
0: He was pushed at the forefront.
2: yeah. He was my favorite, you know. Jada, you know, everybody liked Jada, and then over time, you know, Styles P kind of he 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 pulled the tortoise in the hair type of, you know, where he just he just took off, and then you know he replaced he You know, you know, all respect to Jada, you know, I you know buy his albums and listen to his music, freestyles and all. He's he's awesome, but you know, like I said, I had to try to be different, and you know, so first it was Chic Luch, and then now it would be Styles P.
0: No, just admit you just like the locks in general because you went on. Oh, yes, I do. Yes, <laughs> <As> I do. <laughs> Great group. I do. I now, do. Now I'm going to piggyback off what Mike said. How much did you guys enjoy that battle? Right, the locks, and it wasn't even really locks. It was just Jada. Well, they kind of all jumped in it, but they kind of all jumped in it, but
2: state that, property versus the locks. Yeah.
0: yeah. And, and you know what's crazy? Like I kind of think what really started all that was the Nas Bleak record. And everybody kind of just trickled in like Jay said, but he said at Nas. And then all of a sudden, Jada and the Locks had beef with Siegel and state property. But, and I know I'm not the only one, I want to get you guys' opinion. Remember when you could get probably Siegel's disc record on a clue tape, but then... Or, or I'm going the other way, I'm sorry. You could get Jada's disc record on a Clue tape, but then you had to go get Beans' response on like K-Slay or Cosmic Kev. Mm. And you could never get them on the same mixtape. So I always wondered like, yo, did they conspire to do this with, for us to just spend money? as consumers? And I'm... I'm just throwing it out there. I, I don't think that was the case, but... It was good times, though. Oh, no question.
2: Good times, good times, because you had, uh, you know, everybody, you know, everybody at their their peak trying to prove that they were the best. It was about competition. It was, just, you know, like we talk about the the similarities, you know, kind of talk about what Mike was talking about, just competing on the floor. It was that same type of energy where everybody was trying to prove that they were the best, and that was, the, and, you know, it wasn't about money. It wasn't about... You know any of that other stuff. It was about bragging rights. It was about who was better than who, and who came the strongest with the verses. And, and that that level of competition that made it, you know, that made it fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, know? that, that made I it think fun. They,
3: those guys had a, a, a mutual respect for each other. too. Oh so yeah, they kept it. They kept it to the to the music. You, you know. What I'm yeah. Saying? So. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely.
0: Although I will say, and I cannot find this to save my life now. Beans had a freestyle over a takeover, mm. and it was at it was like at a concert or something, and it was on on a K-Slate mixtape, right? And then Jada responded, and all I heard at the end was "excellence." <laughs> I said, "Oh yeah, I'm going with you on that one, Beans. You my man." But it was just the way he spit that "excellence." I was like, wow, but that's when for me and and Matt, I I think we're both in in the same boat with this. Mike, I'd love to get your thoughts. That's when like hip hop was hip hop, Mm -hmm. I I I thought, right? Because it was on, and and we're going to show our age here. That's when they kept it on wax. And Mike, I think you said that Mm -hmm. they they kept it on wax. There There was a respect and everybody went home and and now that we're older, you know, you see these guys together on social media platforms and pictures and, you know, it was just like, wow, like, you know, it's like that brown sugar moment, yo, this is when I fell in love with hip hop, you know, kind of thing. Um, and that's just me speaking, but, um, and man, I think you might share the same thing, but I'ma just ask this question to you, Mike. What made you fall in love with, with hip hop, huh? Man,
3: I would say like back in the day. So I, I might be a little bit older than y'all. So uh like crush crew and, and, and all that. You know what I mean? So that the whole breakdancing and the graffiti, you, you know what I'm saying? So that from the essence. That, yeah, yeah, that was that was it for me. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? I got my my first cassette tape and, and all that, like you know cuz my my uncle used to used to play records around the house you know all the time um obviously the sugar hill gang you know he's that junk used to be on uh all the time you know on the records you know what i mean and so then i started you know b street breaking all that stuff and and you know that that was the culture and and, and the music behind that was great. And, you know, Run DMC, you know, LL Crew cool J. So, all that is, is what. You got mean all, me. the, all the guys from Queens, right?
1: Yeah, huh. yeah, yeah. Don't do this,
2: Mike. Oh, yeah, Mike. No, no, no. no, 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 no. He's good. He's good. He's oh, good. You know <laughs> Of Cause of my, my, he's good, he's the, good, I'm let good him run. That, I, <laughs> I, I, I got oh, to get... Oh, you Russell, the, Russell Simmons from yeah, Queens that yeah, started... Yeah, I
3: got to I, I, I you to bunch, you know, like I, break. Break. I yeah. Say, yeah. I'm, I'm going to keep the beans, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, like... No, no, we're going to get to the, you know, school, you
0: know, school, you being those guys, you know, PSK, Gucci, about that time, you know what I'm saying, so... Mike, you've listened to the episode. Look,
3: man. Crush it's, Crew was a classic. It
2: just is what. You know listen, what saying, I don't know why you have to go again, Ma, It just is what it is.
3: Crush it Crew. Just, that that that's is. probably what got me started and and in, and in, into uh, you know into the hip hop and stuff was 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 that Crush Crew that that movie mm-hmm. and great and movie. Movement. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
2: So you mentioned some, you know, the school D and the PSK, those, you know, yeah, yeah, you know. Legends, legends, legends. So you obviously go way back with it, right, all the way from the beginning, from the essence like we talked about. So you have a full view of the spectrum. All right, so I'm just going to flat out, best rapper ever from Philly. From that time until present day. Ooh. I know who I'm picking, but I, you know, I'm going to defer to you. <laughs> the best rapper
3: from yep. Philly. Honestly, I, I might have to say beans, man. You
2: would be correct, sir. But you know, keep, but I'd like to hear your your, <laughs> your I'd like to hear your uh your uh your thoughts.
3: Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna go beans.
2: All right, so I'm gonna make it tougher then. Second best ever.
3: As far as like lyrics or I, well, however, how, you're, you're a hip-hop If you star want to talk about like, famous, then obviously it's could to be like Will, Will Smith Will Smith, okay, yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. but now I'm yeah. saying, okay so I'll throw some names out there so right now, uh, you know, probably you got Meek, you know, which by the way and I'm going to ask your opinion on this before we keep started, because I don't want to forget this uh. As an outsider as an outsider, I lived in Philly for nine years but as an outsider, I've seen something that I think has happened that the official Philadelphia hype song is no longer the theme from Rocky and it has right. been, and it has been, repla- right, but that it has been replaced by Dreams and Nightmares. Is that true?
3: I, I would, I would say facts. Do you, you that, throw that John on? For everybody. For
2: everybody for everybody. Everybody knows it. Doesn't matter where you're
3: part. It's not just Philly. You know, you put that John on anywhere and cast but that was like
2: a thing, right? Like when you saw a Philly, like a sporting event or something Philly going on, you played a rock you played a rocky theme. everybody goes crazy. Right. But then like over the last few years. I've been noticing a trend that has been replaced, but, but I don't, you know, I can't make that call. Cause no, I, I, I think so.
3: Especially, especially when the Eagles was playing it when yeah, they were yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, that, I think that, yeah. that just, that yeah. just yeah. catapulted that John into, you know, yeah. into where, to where, to
2: where it is. Ah, yeah. So is, will he be considered best? So we got freeway, we got, you know, we got some other, you know, you know, we got some other guys who, you know, who, who, who.
3: I would, yeah. I would probably say like Meek, uh, you know, he—he's probably, you know, he's done well for himself. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Um, he's not one of my favorite artists. Okay. But you know, what I mean, I—I I, listen to a lot of his stuff. It's just mm-hmm. yelling all the- <laughs> 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 Is—is—is a—is a little too much. But you know, I, um, I—I like—I like, I like all—I like his stuff. You know, I think he's a, a phenomenal talent. Um, you know, just uh, in doses for me. Nah, I got instead, I'm, I'm older, you know what I mean. Feel so, you. I feel you. And, and doses for me, but you know, when I'm when I'm out there running the miles, I I throw out throw that mm-hmm. meat on and, and the to get me, you know, and I'm, mm-hmm. I start you know I start going. But
2: yeah. if you're really trying to listen to something, you're going to Seagull, Seagull, Desert Eagle.
0: Yeah,
3: yeah,
2: I'm right there with you, buddy. Right there
0: with you. Now, can I interject? Sure. And I'm I'm not going against Seagull at all. Um. The truth album is probably one of the best debut albums I, I've, I've heard. Right? Um I'm gonna say this, and I'm gonna follow it up with another question for you, Mike. Okay. I really thought Young Chris had a chance. You know what, Chris?
3: Chris was good, man. And 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 you know the whole whole like stole his his style,
0: his flow. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Oh, young Chris had a chance to be that dude. young guns,
3: yeah, man. And you know, just the all I like, I, I like the state property, you mm-hmm. know what I mean. And, and and you know, my man Ryan Press and, and and Chad, Chad West, uh, did it. You know, Chad did a, a bunch of tracks on that album, mm-hmm. um, so you know, I just Them being involved with that, you know, got me to listen to it, and I was like, "Yo, they got some, they got some bangers on this." Mm -hmm. That that state property, Chain Gang Jones, was was, was a banger. You know what I'm saying? It was. And you know, just those my guys having, having, you know, having their hands on that, Mm -hmm. you know that 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 got me into into liking liking those guys.
0: Uh, I I really thought he was going to be the one. I thought I really thought he would have surpassed Siegel. Now, obviously. Being in a group is tougher because you gotta share every record. And and you know, I, I know we would consider being part of state property, but you know, he also had his solo yeah. record, right? Yeah. Um, but man, like I still go back to and Mike, I'm sure you heard Matt, I know you've heard it. When they went up the hot ninety seven in New oh, York. I was that was legend man. legendary. I was like, yo. Freeway is cool, because that's when they were, like, really trying to pump yeah, uh-huh. I'm like, yo, who's the young kid that they keep saying, he's only 16? Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Right? So I, I, I really thought that, that he had a chance. And, uh, Mike, this is going to be my last question for you. Did Will Smith or Rock him write Summertime? I need to know. Now, that. you know what? You you a Philly guy? No, so. no.
3: Here here's the thing. I never, I never thought about that until had somebody had said. So I I don't remember what what I was on. I might have been on the podcast. Mm-hmm. I mean, I might have been on a Zoom, and it was like after hours, and and somebody mentioned it, and I was like, "Damn, you know what? That do sound like a Rakim flow." Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I started playing it in my head, and Rakim's cadence and voice, mm-hmm. and I'm like. Damn, he might have wrote that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, yeah, not nah, Benny. I actually saw him on the. Yeah, Rakim
3: uh, said he didn't. Rakim
2: right. said, but. Didn't.
3: He but might have signed the NDA, too. That's what I, that's what
2: I say. That's yeah. what I say. Maybe there was an NDA in there right. that he didn't want. He don't want to violate it. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah, that check.
3: Look, dog. <laughs> He's if I try to write that check. I, I never thought of it until I heard somebody said it. Mm. And then I started to think, like, damn. And I'm sitting here. It is a crew slightly trained. I'm like, yeah, that that that's <laughs> you know what I'm saying. <laughs> so new definition of something I madness. Say, I wouldn't be surprised, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying because you know every everybody right. You know, uh, Hove wrote. You know, still Drake. You know what I'm saying. So right. It's it's possible. You know what I mean. And I, I wouldn't be surprised because it definitely sounds like his flow. Absolutely, sure. I agree.
2: Sure. Oskino o- was the guy that I th- went on the hot ninety seven. I thought he was going to be the one. Yeah, Oskino was. He he, 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 I, he was the one I thought. You know, he they were, like you said, they were pushing freeway and 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 uh, young Chris. But when I heard Oskino, I was like, okay, he might he yeah, might he have some.
3: he dropped some lines on that uh, yeah, one. Yeah, did
2: too. I, my my favorite one was until we get rich. We're going to stay on the mission to buy a crib so big you can't find the kitchen. I was like,
0: oh, I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, okay.
3: Yeah, he, he had some stuff, man. He yeah. me back. He said, uh, he said, ain't nothing about me average, awkward style like Lenny Kravitz. I peeped the whole floor like a magic. Ooh. And then he went to <laughs> no, no look bullets through your cabinet. Over the beach, <laughs> I pulled toast. Let's make like a sandwich. I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah it was a good old mean like you know Philly has some has some good some some good artists that absolutely that I thought would definitely be bigger than than what than what they were good question and Again, we all know the politics of the game and and, and, yeah. and how it's played and it, and it happens over there it happens in and what we do mm-hmm. so,
0: yeah.
3: absolutely absolutely uh, but, yeah, this was fun. Hey, thanks for having me. I appreciate it, though. This, this was a good one. This was a good
0: yeah. one. No, yeah, absolutely. That's what we like to do on here, man. Uh, you, you know, we want guys to come on here and showcase that their are coaching skills. But, you know, also let your hair down a little bit and let, let's talk about things we, we would t- – <laughs> 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 you know, let, let, let's talk and, and have a good time, man. Um, you know, so, Mike, we definitely – Appreciate you, you know, coming on, um, having a good time with us and, you know, showing the stuff that <clears throat> made you guys successful at Colgate. And I know, you know, you'll do the same thing at, at Drexel. Um, looking forward to uh, checking you guys out. Um, and I know we were trying to play this year. I don't know if – for whatever the reason, didn't happen. 2020, man. Yeah, 2020. yeah, yeah. We gonna blame it on, on, on 2020, but – all that being said, man, we wish you nothing but success. Absolutely. Um, Shout yeah. out to the dragons.
3: Hey, man. Thanks, man. Pretty much, much appreciate. I gotta, you know, when everything calms down, sneak over to sneak over the bridge and and come watch y'all practice and steal some things. You know what I mean?
0: Oh, hey, hey, man. A rider practice is uh, it's very interesting, man. We have, <laughs> uh, you know, with the guys that that we have here, uh, Kevin Baggett, Jeff Arnold. Dino Presley, Ben K, Roy Bloom. Uh-huh, uh-huh. We have a good time uh, in here, and, and that's important, like, like what you said. Yeah, yeah. uh, that staff dynamic, man, is important. So more than welcome uh, to come over, man, and come hang out with us. But, Matt, you can close us out, brother.
2: No, I want to thank uh, Mike Jordan, again, from uh, Drexel University, uh, Philadelphia native and legend. So definitely appreciate uh, you spending some time with us here on Bleaches and Boards. Thanks again, everyone, for listening. Feel free to subscribe, follow on all social media, on our YouTube page. And on behalf of Marlon Guild, I'm Matt Collier saying thank you for tuning in to another great episode of Bleaches and Boards. Take care.
1: to get started
0: well that's another episode of bleachers and boards brought to you by the hoop heads podcast don't forget to check us out on twitter instagram and youtube at bleachers and boards until next time see you soon